All right, Grand Rising and Prime and Powerful Beings, everybody watching live all around the world. Today I'm going to be talking about making wise choices towards your vision. Making wise choices towards your vision. What is that all about, making wise choices towards your vision? Making wise choices towards your vision is exactly what it sounds like. You make better choices when you know where you're growing. If you don't know where you're growing, you might just make any choice just to survive. But when you know where you're growing, you make whatever choices are necessary to grow to where you want to go because you know where you're going. So one of the best prayers to ask, to pray is, God, where do you want me to go? And one of the best things to ask yourself is, where do I want to grow? What is it that I have to carry out? Without a vision, you lack discipline. And that's what the word says when it says, without a vision, you will perish. Perish means that you don't have the discipline to do certain things. But when you have a vision, you thrive because you keep adjusting towards that vision. One of the reasons why I live a holistic lifestyle is actually not simply because I actually am whatever. It's simply because I, have a vi I had a vision and I have a vision. And because of my vision, there are some things that I had to keep adjusting and as I kept adjusting, I kept looking, but I couldn't find what I was looking for. Then I found out that I was looking for God. And when I started to put God first, my vision became clearer. So number one principle is put God first and your vision will become clearer. And ask for wisdom and you will make wise choices towards your vision. So when you, when you put God first because he gave you the vision, it allows you to see now. Somebody says, I don't necessarily have a vision, but I know I have something here to do. Absolutely, you have something here to do. You was not just brought here to work, pay your bills, and whatever. You have something in you that the world needs. And your family needs it. You need it. And whatever's getting in the way of what you need, what your family need, and what the world needs, you're going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to say, say it with me in your spirit or out loud. I'm going to do whatever it takes to adjust to reach my vision. I'm going to do whatever it takes to adjust, to grow to the level that I know that's in me. A lot of us thought we met ourselves already. Like, oh, I know who I am. You have not really met yourself until you have a vision. Until you, you, you say, I'm going to do something, you stick through it long enough that you just, you, you get out of any sticky situation you're in. Why? Because you have a vision. When you have a vision... There's a spirit of resiliency that, 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 that you didn't gain. Resiliency is tied to your vision. If you don't have a vision, why be resilient? Why fight yourself to be the best version of yourself if you're not really growing anywhere? So the most important thing that will get you to thrive is not necessarily just the goal, but it's the vision. Now, the goals are going to help you towards the vision, but the vision is going to help you set the goals. Let me say that again. The goals is going to help you grow towards your vision, but your vision is going to allow you to set the goals. A lot of the goals I've set came out of my vision. Now, did it mean that I woke up and had all the things in me or had the information or the stuff? No, I, I only sought and find and I'm still seeking yet finding, still knocking and waiting. That's patience. But because I had a vision, I kept saying I got to grow towards this vision. So it started as simple as if I'm going to have a vision, first of all, I got to change my mindset. I got to change the way I look at myself. 
in the possibilities. I got to change the way I look at my past and what it means. Your past and what it means to you is very important. Two people have the same past, different meanings. One person said, my past means that I'm stuck in it. Another person says, my past is only a building block for me to get better. Same past, different visions. We all have about the same details, but we got a different, we have the same story, different details, but it's the mindset that allows us to, to thrive in the midst of chaos. One person goes through a very tough time. They have things that, not that they shouldn't happen, but you wish they didn't happen. Because nothing exempts us from happenings. What do I mean by that? There are just some things that, that's, the, that's life. You know, life keeps happening. So it's not that things shouldn't happen. It's just that we wish it didn't happen to us. But here's the thing. There's, in spite is a powerful word. Now, you can live in spite of, or you can live in spite because of two different mindsets. Same trouble, same chaos, same calamity, same sickness or disease, different mindset. You know what? I am, you could be spiteful towards God for this happening. God, why did you have to do this to me? I don't deserve this. God said, I didn't do it to you. I actually did it for you in a way. You're like, for me? Nah, that wasn't for me. In fact, I didn't do it to you or for you. It just happened. But you know what? I'm going to flip it around anyways and turn it for your good. Here's the thing. God doesn't always do everything for you. Sometimes life happens because of choices. And because of those choices, you suffered the choices. Sometimes you even suffer other people's choices. It's just that they made a choice that was unwisely and it affected you. Or sometimes it can be the choice of what you ate and something happened in your body. God didn't do it. It happened. Why? Because of some choices. Now, do we need to feel bad about our choices? Or can we say, in spite of my sport choices, in spite of my choices, I can make better choices. In spite of what I did or what happened, you walk in the grocery store, somebody takes a gun and boom, 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 traumatic. You see people get killed right in front of you. That's traumatic. Did you control that? Was it your choice? No, wrong place, wrong time. That's, that happens to a lot of us, wrong place, one time. The, wick, the wickedness, wicked grows right along the righteous. It's just the duality of life. There's both good and bad, and sometimes we can't control it. So the serenity player says, Lord, give, give, allow me to understand the thing. I'm going to butcher it to control the things I can and, uh, and uh, relinquish my need to control the things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference, right? Something like along that line. You get what I'm saying? But what does that say? That says that some things are in your control, the things are not in your control. But either way, none of us should be in shame or doubt about the past because shame and doubt keeps you stuck in a rut. Regret keep you regressing. To progress, you got to see the pro and not just the con. Okay, what's the pro of this bad thing happening? Well, the pro is it woke me up. That's the pro. The pro says, you know what? This maybe, I didn't want it to happen to me, but it happened. But the pro is... I'm going to make something out of it. Why? I got a life to live. I got more love to give. And I, my latter will be greater than my former. So guess what? I'm going to do something with my future. And I'm going to use the past as building blocks for my wisdom to navigate in the future. We change, when you change your mind, when you change the way you look at things, what you look at will change. You no longer say, I suck. I should have never done this. I should never been to this place or I should have never ate that or I should have never let this person in my space or maybe I should have done this when I was a kid. Maybe I should have learned this. Don't shit all over yourself. 
right? There's a little story about the 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 tr was it the train that could? I don't know. I I don't remember all the things in the culture, but I think something about something that could, right? But the should is shooting all over yourself. Don't should over you. Oh, should I should have done that? I should have done that. Well, I could have done that. I could have. That was a possibility. But if I could have done that, that means that I still can. I still can't. I can still can't do it. It's not that I should have, it's an obligation, but more it was an opportunity and I missed the opportunity in that season, but every season comes for a reason. Guess what? I still got more opportunities. And because you have more opportunities, you're not going to make wise choices towards your vision. It's a little engine that could. Now, the little engine that could keeps on what? Keeps on, keeps on moving. The little engine that could is not the little engine that shames themselves and it should if you replace could if the c with the s then you go from opportunity to shame so now we must could and then now to a will willing to i must you know what it's not that i should it's just that i could have but you know now i will i'm willing myself to and now guess what it's a must we just switch our entire mindset. Not only should I should have, I well, forget the should. I could have, I will, and I must. Now it says, I could, I will, and I must. Now, possibilities. What does this all mean? That means this instant right now, you got a choice whether you had a vision for your life or didn't have a vision for your life. Whether you know what your gifts are or don't know what your gifts are, you gotta say to yourself. If, if I am still here, I can do the best with the rest of my life. If I am still here, I can be as healthy as I want. If I am still here, there's more life to live, more love to give, and I have more things to create in this realm. We have dominion over the earth. This is our earth to create the life that we want. And today you get to choose. I'm going to create the life that I want, the way that I respond to life, not the way that I react to life. I choose to respond. I choose to act towards my goals and dreams. I choose to do something different because if I keep doing the same thing, I'm going to get the same results. If I keep eating the same food, I'm going to get the same result. If I keep being around the same people, I'm going to get the same result. So when you change your mindset, you got to change your environment because if you take the weed out of the mind and you plant yourself amongst more weeds, more weed will come back in your mind. So guess what? After you've taken the weed, you got to then plant yourself in good soil. The soil of promises. The soil that says, when I'm rooted and connected to the vine, that mango fell real hard. Okay? He's trying to get to the soil. Right? When, I, when I'm rooted and connected to the vine, I remember God's promises. I don't remember the devil's lies. The devil keeps lying to you. And that's the should. He's just like, okay, come over here. Let me tell you what you did. I'm going to remind you. And guess what? Not only I'm going to remind you, I'm going to try to bring it up all types of ways. I'm going to remind you. God said, let me remind you who you are. And you can either go towards, oh, remind you what you're not. There's some people who's going to keep reminding you. Every time he said, I'm changing, I'm eating healthy now. They're going to be like, yeah, didn't you eat that yesterday? I, I'm, not, I'm not gossiping no more. Well, you was just talking to me about, you would give me the tea yesterday. You drinking tea now. So now, you must say, other people's opinions of me does not matter and does not add to my destiny. So, you got to keep your eyes on what God told you to do 
how you told you to do it, when he told you to do it, and you focus on that. Like other people's opinion don't even matter. Oh, what they gotta say? Oh, I don't even know. What, what did they saying something? What would they say? Recently, I've been thinking. I've been so focused on what people are saying, and then a lot of people been counseling me on that. Be like, hey, forget what people are saying. Where where you're going, people gonna have a lot of things to say. What matters is not the voice of opinions, but it's the truth of God. The voice of opinions is not that important, but the truth of God says, I have a plan for you, a plan to prosper you, to give you a future. And not to hurt you. I need you to get God. What's that plan, babe? God, let me get that plan. Hey, hey, what's that? I want to run that one. Right? Don't listen to the other plans. Go toward God's plan, and guess what? Your plans will be fruitful and it will be multiplied. Now, be fruitful in multiplication is you got to conceive, you got to receive first, conceive and deliver. Receive the seed in your spirit. Conceive and nurture your giftings <laughs> and deliver it. There, you will be fruitful and multiply. Enjoy you, you'll be fruitful and multiply in money. You'll be fruitful and multiply in influence. You'll be fruitful and multiply in all the good things under the heavens. Right? There's a lot of good things under the heavens, but there's only a few right things for you. So you must also pray and ask God, what is the right thing for me to do based on my giftings and my callings? Now, there's a part of the word that says, shall everybody be a hand? Should we not have a head? Should we not have one which is a leg? So don't envy other people's giftings or blessings, for you have your world to play in the body of Christ. So your vision is not my vision. Okay? So other people's opinions of me does not, is none, doesn't matter. What matters is God promises for my life. It's God's plan. Now, the voice of opinion is nothing compared to the truth of the promise. Now, we got to focus on the truth of the promise. So you're like, how do I focus on the truth of the promise? You have to fill yourself up with God's word and seek wisdom. Wisdom is the beginning point of achievement. Wisdom is the beginning point of fulfillment. Right? So, ask not for things, but ask for wisdom. And you'll get the things if they'll keep you making wise choices. Now, thank God for both the things that you've gotten and didn't get, why? Because all of them is a blessing. Some no's are just not right now, so you have more space to grow, to get, and keep it. That's a powerful no. You know what, I can't do that right now, why? Not because it's not right or not something that's for me, it's just if I get it now, I do it now, it's not gonna work in this season. Everything comes in due season. There is a time for everything. So we must also learn to have both patience. Patience gives you the courage to be resilient. Because you said, well, you know, I, I know this vision to be true. Since this vision is true, therefore it must come into fruition. I will eat from the fruits of my labor eventually. But maybe I have some more tending to the garden to do. I got, there's some weeding of the weeds being taken out. So I have faith long enough to endure through the process. So, what are some things you can do right now? First of all is to dream forward is to also see what dream you let go in the past. Is what I mean by that. There are some parts of you, some dreams that you let go in the past that is calling for a revision. Life happened. You had to build a family. You had to do some stuff. So, you just did what you needed to do. And you got a job. Your job was just literally a, a, a cultivation ground for your purpose. 
It's actually giving you your discipline, some of the skill sets that you're going to need for your own purpose. And sometimes your purpose is attached to your job. But you don't realize it that it's your work, so you just think it's your job. Like the word says, you must. there's a hand, there's a head, there's a leg. You must understand that your vision sometimes is in accordance with other people's visions. So being humble and understand that to be a king doesn't mean that you don't have a king over you. Sometimes it means to work in the palace together with the kings. Kings work together in the kingdom. So that means you don't have to compare yourself to other people. You can actually say what? We're going to work together to build God's temple. Right? Nehemiah taught, taught us that when a vision is given to you by God and you share that vision with the right people and all of them come together, guess what happens? The vision will come to fruition. People will just start helping. And they all play the role that they were meant to play and a lot of their names are written in the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah had the vision. God gave him the vision to rebuild the temple. Guess what? Everybody helped. But there were doubters. The authority figure said, uh, what are you doing? That's ridiculous. But God's people said, we know what we're doing. We don't care what you, do, what you think about it. So Nehemiah taught us very important things about how visions can come together and for the greater good to promote God's kingdom. So some of us, we want to do everything by ourselves. We say, it's my vision. I got to do my vision. Well, guess what? Your vision sometimes is in alignment with another vision. So sometimes the reason why your fulfillment is you're not so fulfilled is because God got something for you to do and you might not be the CEO. But you're going to get a lot of blessings and a lot of satisfaction and a lot of influence being part of the board. Imagine if somebody came to you with a business idea and they said, would you like to be part of my company? And they said, I think, you, you know, I don't think, I know you have this great financial ability. I would love for you to be the CFO. That's your gift. But what if in your ego you say, I am sure I'll be CEO. I, want, I always wanted to be a CEO. I, I, but God gave you the gift to be a CFO. You about to be the best CFO and you about to enjoy it and make hundreds of thousands of dollars while doing it. And, having a, and building an institution where you would have said, we built that. But you said, well, you're actually going against the vision. So we must learn that our visions sometimes is together with other people's visions. But humility says, because I humble myself, God prospers me. That's humility. Humility is not necessarily I let people walk over me. Humility says I know my value enough to know where I can sow myself, where I can plant myself to to bear bountiful fruits fruits now somebody says i'd rather have a hundred percent of nothing than one percent of a hundred million well that's not a wise choice one percent of a hundred million is one million a hundred percent of zero is zero so some of your plans you might not have you might have to get with somebody to grow to where you need to go now, does that mean that your individuality will, take, will be taken away? No, the wisdom says, I'm going to be individual underneath the umbrella of an institution. So if you change the way you look at your job right now, you can even see the opportunity for your vision to align with it. But if you do things in spite of, I hate my boss, man, I need to, if you start to do it, like, you know what? 
I'm not spiteful towards nobody. In spite of the fact that I'm a woman in the market in the workplace and they're doing this and they're not giving me the opportunity, I'm gonna do my best work. Why? Because this is my work. And I'm gonna do it so good that it can be ignored. You gotta do your work so well that people can no longer ignore how good you are at it. And then you gotta be demanding enough to say, This is what I this is who I am. When you know yourself so much, you are able to be meek yet very strong. Because you don't have to even demand some stuff by your words. You demand it by your works. If you make a company $10 million and they only pay you $50,000, they're not going to want to lose you. They're going to pay you that $100,000 or more. Why? Because you make them $10 million. So to, to much is given, much is required. To much fruits that you bear, you should get a nice percentage of that. The law of reciprocity says you will gain what you put out. So guess what? If you don't see that your job is an opportunity to cultivate a character, you will take that same spitefulness to whatever it is that you want to have. So God's going to give you few so you can store it over before he gives you the many. So guess what you got to do with the few? You got to do it with all your might. Everything your hand finds it to do, it do it with all your might. Nehemiah served the king. He served the king very well. He was like the right-hand man to the king. Guess what? When he, the king said, your spirit seems perplexed. He's like, what's going on? There's something on your spirit. I don't like to see you like this. Why would the king care if, Jerem, if, if Nehemiah's spirit is troubled? Why? Because Nehemiah added a lot of value to the king. So then he said, what is it that you want? He served in the king's palace. And he knew there was something that he needed to do. When he saw how his people was going in the, in, in the temple, he's like, man, God placed in my spirit to go back and rebuild this temple. And he said to the king, you know, this is what I want. And the king said, you have my blessings. What do you need? So sometimes your job is a stepping stone towards your vision. Sometimes doors will be open because you were a good steward over a few. So if you hate your boss, hate your job, what is that telling about God? So somebody would say, well, why would the, the word says, you know, follow what your government says? Now, that's very tricky. It's a matter of following certain earthly laws shows God that you can follow the heavenly ones as well. Now, there are major of the laws are actually from the law book. Twelve commandments actually placed. Now they're trying to reverse it. But a lot of things is for your own good. Say, hey, traffic signs. You go through the red light, car comes on the other side, bam, you got an accident. You might also want to follow that law. Thou shalt, if you kill somebody, you go to jail. That's, that's in the Bible. There's some stuff that, that this government on earth, though as awful that it is, as malicious that it is, God still got a hand on that. So there's some stuff we got to follow. Why? Because it shows God that we are able to respect authority. So that's in the word too. So one of the major things that why we don't get towards our vision is because we want to be in control and we don't want to just be in control of our giftings. We want to be in control due to our ego. So when you let go of your ego, you're going to be able to grow. You got to learn how to serve before you get served. And as you become, as you get served, you still got to be service because the word says the greatest amongst you will be your, your servant. So you will never stop serving. No matter how great you think you are, no matter how great I get, 
my only obligation is to serve you. It's to be there for you. It's to empower you. It's to motivate you. It's to answer your calls. It's to whatever what you go through. It's to, I don't, look, it doesn't matter how big I get. It doesn't matter where I go in life. I'm still going to have one job to do. It's to serve people. It just never goes. It's just like even the king who sits in the palace and have people serve him, he has to say, how can I make sure my, my people stay fed? How can I make sure my people have the infrastructure to live? The king is serving everybody. But yet he's still being served. So once you lose the, the, the attitude of servitude, you lose the attitude of greatness. Great things doesn't just come to those who get. Great things come to those who serve. So wisdom towards vision is a combination of those things. So where do I start? What's my vision? If you don't know what your vision is, you might want to seek in your body and your spirit. You might want to seek in this temple where? Because your vision is in you. It, it, sometimes it whispers as ideas. Sometimes it shouts as regrets. It whispers as ideas. Oh, you know, you could do that. You know, you've always wanted to do that. And then there's a seed of doubt. Yeah, sure, you can do that. You can't do that. Look at what you did. Look what you did. The past, the past, the past. No, 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 actually. You tell yourself, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. This was preparing me. Uh, I'm not listening to that. No, 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 no. I'm not listening to that negative mindset. Yes, of course I could do that. If, if I couldn't do it, why would it be placed in me? Of course I could do it. Somebody's calling, of course I can do it. Why? Because the seed is in me. Listen, will I ask the mustard plant? Can it become a mustard plant because it's a small mustard seed? No, I must have the faith of a mustard seed to say the mustard plant is going to be a big tree. Why? Because the ingredients for it to be a big tree is in a mustard seed. Therefore, you got to have the faith like the mustard seed. Will I ask the tomato, will you bear much? No, I just need to plant the tomato in the right environment and keep nurturing it. So the, the idea that you can't bear fruit is not the truth. It's just whether you're going to be planted in the right environment and whether you're going to keep feeding the seed, the seed of your gifts. So first, ask, knock, and it will be revealed unto you. Then, water, nurture, and learn what you need. God will give the seed, but the environment he'll place you in, but you got to make sure you're always checking your environment to see if you didn't move out of it. If you move from the garden to the scorching earth. Now, here's another thing. Visions have to be cultivated. Just because you have the ingredients in you to carry it out doesn't mean that you don't need counsel. Doesn't mean that you don't need to take the class. You need to take the course. You need to do the detox program. You, you, need, to, you need to go read the book. You need to go to the conference. You need to, to be under, you need to go listen to what your pastor has to say, right? Now, I've been getting the calling to say, hey, I need to go, I need to find me a church. Why? Because, guess what? Yes, I can do church by my own. It's just some, my body's a temple. But I was like, hey, if I can't have a spiritual leader, then how can I be a spiritual leader? Therefore, even if you're a spiritual leader, you got to have a spiritual leader. Now, the ultimate spiritual leader is Christ, but God has anointed people who can help us. So that's just in one aspect, your business. You, you might need a business coach. You might need a business coach. Your health, you might need a health coach. Well, you know, I've always done this by myself. I can do it alone. I got this. Well, I'm sure you got it. But look at your results. You might say, you know what? I might need some counsel. It says, well, even the wisest of us much have counsel. That's how your plan succeeds. So without much counsel, 
your vision might not come into fruition because there are some things that you don't know and that you don't know that you don't know and you got to find out so secret division is finding out i got to find out so i got to humble myself enough to learn from other people because guess what i got a gifting so the nurturing and watering of your seed has to do with learning from others this is a start somebody says great information great speech great whatever well i also have to honor my teachers a lot of them are not even here i read it from a book but guess what they made their vision come to fruition and the fruit of their vision is blessing people after they're done so they changed states but they left something with us so to live is actually to leave something so if you live and don't leave anything, then you kind of survive, but you didn't leave anything. When you are able to leave stuff, you are able to keep being a blessing. Don't stop the flow. So God gave you something so you could share it so other people could do But you're like, it's about me and my little kingdom. Well, what does the word says? You will, you will build up storehouses of wealth only to give it. That's what Solomon's soul was in, in turmoil. He was like, oh, God, I've acquired so much wisdom and gotten so many things only to live it. Will I know if the ones that come after me will be wise or wicked? I'd have no idea. Do you know that your kids will spend your, your, their inheritance on drugs, alcohol, type of stuff? Or will they build something? You have no idea. But guess what? It's one thing to live money. It's another thing to leave legacy. People can squander and waste the money. But your legacy leaves something deeper. Now... If anything happens to me, I have left the legacy. I got way more to leave. I got way more in me because the seed is can keep bearing fruit. Now, guess what, though? Master went away and, and gave one servant two gifts, gives another three, and gave another five. The one who had one went and hid and buried it. I know you're hard, Master. I come back. Here's your gift. The other one had two and multiplied it. The other had two and multiplied it. It says, go be fruitful and multiply. It's the law of multiplication. You got to be fruitful and multiply. So he gave the one that had more and more and he took from the one that didn't use and gave it to the why? Because God didn't give you something for you to keep it. He gave it to you so he can multiply it so you can leave it and other people can multiply it. Why? His will be done on earth. So first, withdraw from just what you need and you'll get what you need. Oh, you know what? I just want my, uh, my for my little family. Now, nah, God's body, right? Worry not if you're the hand or the head or the feet. By all means, be part of the one body. Because you will never be thirsty when you're in the one body, when you use your giftings. We all have our gifts. So as we are entering this last stretch of this internal spring cleaning detox, we're going to be focusing on the vision. Vision, right? Because there's some stuff in you that may have been stirred up and you're like, I got to get it out here. We want to get it out here. After this detox, look. We're going to get the health benefits. We're going to get the physical benefits. We're going to get the emotional benefits. Strongholds will be broken. But your vision is going to get clearer. So that's why when I say go to internalspringcleaning.com, sign up, make sure you tap in, is because there's going to be a great power that comes with this. Why? Because we're not only going to be focusing on God, but we're going to focus on God's vision for our lives. So we're starting this really tomorrow. So if, if you're watching, make sure you go sign up, Internal Spring Cleaning. If you're in the tribe already, you're tapped in. I'm going to send a message today. You just got to let me know. 
you're, that's already taken care of. You don't have to do nothing. If you want the detox kit, you can get the detox kit, but everything is already taken care of. So what am I saying? I'm saying you got something in you that you need to reveal, and we got to clear our temple so we can be a conduit for the revelation of it. Now, revelations is a revelation. It's an unfolding of what was inside of you. It's almost like you got rid of the blockages to reveal and allow it to flow. So you say, hey, I really love this speech. Help me a lot. Well, guess what? The revelation is just a revelation. I'm just being a conduit to express it. But I did some work in the background. Right? I don't know scripture just because God just put the scriptures in my head. I had to go read the scriptures. And then when I need the scriptures, the scriptures come out. Therefore, they're a blessing to you. So we don't just be a conduit without fueling our temple. How do we fuel our temple? We learn the last detox, we fuel it through prayer. We learn the last detox, we, we fuel it through the Word of God. At this detox, I'm going to focus on fueling it through your vision. Your vision will allow you to grow to levels that you didn't think you could grow because it's so much more empowering. Because you like, I got somewhere to go. You wake up in the morning, you're like, I got somewhere to go. I'm going somewhere. You know why my life is exciting? Not because everything is, is like, I want to, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Because I'm going somewhere. Somebody says, where are you going? I'm, I'm going somewhere. They're like, oh, yeah? I've seen you here this whole time. Where are you growing? That's my business and God's business. I'm growing somewhere. So guess what? We are going to embark on a visionary journey. 21 days. First week, letting go. Second week is what we're doing. We're fasting. You get a chance to do a four-day fast. Or seven day fast. Four days or seven days. Third week, we're switching. Now I'm gonna really focus on the third week. So that we can make sure that when we transition from the fast, we're gonna do right by what we've gotten. Y'all hear me? So internalspringcleaning.com, join the detox program. You're gonna get access to Mighty Networks. Okay. Now on Mighty Networks, you're gonna be able to get all of this structured. Now and then at the same time, I'm gonna be sending you text messages. We're going to have rising and evening session. Now, I've made it about the vision because now, even if you're not detoxing, you'll still be able to get blessed. Even if you choose, hey, I don't feel like detoxing. You can still choose to eat healthy. There's no, okay, let's say week two, you say, I don't want to fast. All right, that's your choice. No problem. Eat healthy. That's still going to help you. It's like you can't lose with some positive, stay healthy, see God, get your vision into fruition, you just can't lose. There's no losing in it. Here's the thing, we're gonna embark this journey without any doubt, with pure faith, and without any feelings of shame. Listen, you're not gonna say to yourself, oh, I started the first week, I was supposed to eat juice, drink juice for breakfast, I did this, I did, and I ate that. Forget about it. Every day is a new day and you're going to learn to adjust better and better. Every day is a new day, you're going to adjust. You're going to say, hey, you know what? First day, I didn't stick to it like I thought I would. But I could, I will, and I must. So next day, you do it right. Next day, you do it right. One day, you mess up. You say, you know what? I'm going to get back up. I'm going to do it. That is the spirit of resiliency. It says, I can do it. I'm going to let the righteousness rise and the wickedness diminish. I'm going to fast. I'm going to break these strongholds. Demonic influences are no longer in my life. I'm gonna to go towards, I'm gonna to grow towards my destiny. Everything that I ask for is a reality. Why? Because I'm fasting and seeking God. 
So I really invite y'all, if you want to change anything, if, you, if you're trying to get to a holistic lifestyle, you know you got to change the way you're eating, internalspraincleaning.com. If you're dealing with a disease in your body and you need a reset, cellular reset, build better cells to kill cancer cells, internalspraincleaning.com. If you're dealing with IBS, emotional stagnation, internalspraincleaning.com. If you feel stuck and your vision is not coming into fruition, internalspraincleaning.com. If you feel like, yo, I need to do something better because it's not working, internalspraincleaning.com. A lot of things can be reversed by healthy eating, healthy mind, healthy sound, temple pure, my sound. God is calling his people not to just focus on getting, okay, God, I'm going to be in the spirit. I'm going to be very spiritual, but ignore my body. A lot of people do that. Let me give you an example. They go to church. At the church, they have a big meal at the buffet. We got to keep that energy growing, right? So that's why I do what I do in the way that I do it. That's why we focus on breathing. That's why we focus on eating healthy. That's why yet we're talking about practical steps to doing stuff, yet we're talking about things of the spirit. That's why we work on mindset. Holistic is my body is sound, my mind is sound, my spirit is aligned, my emotions are, 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 are clear. And I have peace and tranquility, not just in my spirit, knowing that God got me, but in my body, knowing that I got myself. I, I, I'm not sinning against myself. I'm not doing things to hurt my own temple. I'm not eating foods to bring toxins in. I got myself. And I want to encourage anybody, even if you fasted last time, I fasted last time. I had a week where I said, I'm the, just last, this week I was just like, you know what? In my week to just do what I want, eat what I want, eat good. I ate good. But guess what? I said, you know what? Let's get into it again. Let's get to it again. So somebody says, on the fast, do we only drink tea? First of all, the first week, you get to eat. But it's just how you eat. You get series of 12-hour 12, 12 fast, 24-hour fast, 16-hour fast. So you're juicing, eating, smoothie, fruits. So for one week, you're eating. It's just that you're replacing your meals with juices, so on. Second week, you're only doing teas, waters, vegetable juice. A lot of people just go for a water fast right away and then they get sick. Why? Because your body did the purging too fast. So we got to do it progressively. So we start with a week of letting go. That's that progression towards it. Then we do a week of letting God. And then we, we do a week of choosing, choosing your lifestyle. So first we let go. Then we let God. Then we choose. We let go. Let God choose where you want to go. You let go, you let God, you choose where you want to grow. And that's the process, 21 days. So don't be afraid because you hear 21 days. Really, it's 21 days, but it's seven days of consecration or four days of consecration. And then the last week is just, let's choose how I want to live. So if you're not yet in the, in, the, in the spring cleaning, make sure you join it. There isn't much time. I got to do all the promotion by the day. All right? And guess what? If you're watching this at a later time, You'll still be able to join whether it's day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven. You can even join on day eight. You can even say day eight. You know what? I'm, I'm on. It's okay. Whenever you get into journey, but I, I advise you to join right now because you want to get that process. If you miss out on the process, it's no good. So we're going to start this off tomorrow, late notice. Like I'd be, I'd be not doing the promotion or whatever. And let me tell you what this is. I've seen the glory and the peace and the, and the freedom and all the breakthroughs that people get. 
it starts from June 1st to June 21st, okay? And the way that you join is you got to go to internalspringcleaning.com or you go to holisticlifestyletribe.com, you should see it at the bottom. Internal Spring Cleaning. Make sure you put HTTP forward slash forward slash internalspringcleaning.com. This is the last spring cleaning for spring before the summer solstice, okay? So if you wanna join this, this is very urgent, make sure you go ahead and join it. A lot of your, a lot of things can be reset just by detoxing alone, okay? So somebody says, what do we do in a letting go phase? That's what the letting go phase is about. That's what I'm gonna tell you. Right? It's slowly replacing your meals with vegetable juices. And then you're eating gourmet salads. You're, you're staying healthy. You're working on your mindset. You're doing journal prompts. You're starting to incorporate teas. You're drinking a whole lot of water. Right, We're getting water and lemon. We're even increasing the quality of water. You, you're going bougie with the water. Somebody was complaining about me having some um, plastic water bottle the other day. And I was like, you can judge me all you want. But... I got my Mountain Valley on point just like that. <laughs> so, we're going to let go. So, go to http colon internalspringcleaning.com or holisticlifestyletribe.com and join. If you're already in the tribe, just let me know that you want to join, okay? Just want to do that quick promotion because we're about to get it in. All right, so everybody in the Zoom, I know I just, there's a whole lot, but everybody... Who's ready? Who's, who's listening right now who says, I am ready? Candace said, I'm ready. If you're ready, just comment that in chat. I'm ready. I'm ready. Rochelle is ready. Jasmine is, is, is thinking about it. Who's, who's ready to start this detox? Y'all ready? Let me see. Let me look in the chat. We're about to get this going. Okay. And when you make sure, when you join too, here's when you join, I need you to make sure that you get the app. You're on Mighty Networks. Okay, you are in my text message. Don't just join and just be like, okay, I joined it. No, when you go to that site, it's actual web platform. You can either access it from your browser or you can access it through its Mighty Networks. If you did the last detox, you don't have to pay for anything. You're already in it. You can choose to buy the detox kit or not. Okay, but you're already in it. So you're going to get the next detox. Okay. If you did the last internal sprinkling detox, you get to do the next detox. If you're a monthly subscriber of the tribe, you get the detox. All of that comes underneath your membership, okay? So internalsprinkling.com is how you do it. And I just want to thank everybody for tapping in. We're going to close it out with a prayer. Um, we're not, we already did some breathing earlier, so we're going to leave it here um, and close it out. So shout out to everybody. I just want to remind y'all that you got something to reveal and a lot of times, if you're going to reveal it, you need to get yourself in a clear state where you can be a conduit for God to use you, okay? So, Rochelle is ready. Jasmine is ready. Candace is ready. It's Ace is ready, okay? Sunshine ready. All right. Let's go. All right. So, we're just going to do a quick prayer, and then we're going to close it out. Father God, thank you for bringing us together. And um, thank you for um, using me as a conduit to share the message of vision. May our vision become clear as, our, as we can see clearer inside. And may we know that we have everything inside of us to reveal what you put in us. May the spirit of seeking will allow us to reap the benefits of finding. May the spirit of knocking 
will open doors that we thought was closed. May the spirit of growth allow us to walk into every room that we thought we didn't belong in. May we continuously seek ways to heal our bodies and our temples and get better so that way we can get closer to you, yet closer to our goals, dreams, and your purpose for our lives. May we let go of the past things and past pain that's holding us stuck in bondage. May we allow, allow us to grow from the pain, heal through the pain, and turn our pain into purpose. May we be a blessing to others and forgive them as, we for, as you forgive us, forgiving those who trespassed against us. We ask for you to wash us clean, that we may not have any spirit of shame, guilt, but we may walk in it in boldness. May you fortify and give the people here that knows they need to fast and detox the strength, fortitude to make a choice so that they can choose to do it. Because on the other side of it is clarity, is enlightenment, is peace, is a clearer vision. We pray this prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, y'all. May you stay blessed. May you continuously grow. And may God do stuff in your life that you tried to do by yourself. May he reveal his purpose and his vision for your life. May you fortify your temple so that you can carry out. It is so and it is done. Y'all have a blessed day here. <laughs> Peace.